Hello, welcome to Caverns and Comedians. This is your unfriendly neighborhood dungeon master, Kyle Scott. You're going to get sued for that one day. The Spider-Man people are coming for you. I, I really don't think Stanley is listening to this. Mm, you'd be surprised. Maybe the ethereal spirit of uh, Steve Ditko. <laughs> but uh, I would like to thank you for voting for us as the best podcast in Toronto for Now Magazine's listener poll. Uh, we may or may not have won. We'll find out soon enough. Uh, here's Maddox with the results. Unfortunately, we lost to the Toronto International Film Festival's podcast. Oh, that was oh. inevitable. <laughs> <laughs> or, hey! So, yeah, thank you. That's obviously coming out at this point. Uh, get in touch with us at Caverns Pod on Twitter. And don't forget to tell your friends to rate and review us. Welcome to Caverns and Comedians, Dungeons and Dragons powered storytelling with Toronto comedians. Last time, Agata was left in the past as Snakey, Hank, Fook, and a small boy Fook saved teleport through time in hopes of returning to the present. The three remaining party members and the small figure grasped out of the darkness, find themselves bathed in white light. It takes a minute, but their eyes slowly begin to adjust. Where's, where's the door? I want to go home. I want to go home. We, time. we can't go home. We have to find a garter. Oh, no. Oh, no. I had one job. Don't let the city burn down. Ugh. Look, um... Uh, we, you got to go into the past last time. I think it's my turn to pick the destination in the time. Everyone stopped talking because the light was just fading so we could see where we were. At first glance, when you came to in this place, uh, Fook and Hank might have thought they were back in the void between times. But now they see that the lights are actual lights hung from a high ceiling around them. Very bright. It's very well lit. Your eyes adjust and you see... Old structures, like ruins that you would have seen, things from thousands of years ago, like a temple complex. But what looks like stone is not stone. It seems like a very flimsy, flat material. There's there's dirt everywhere, but it's not like the dirt you know from the world around you. It seems like dirt that has been placed there. Hank is poking at the ruins with his staff. Uh, one entire flat falls to the ground, and you see just rigging and uh, a warehouse wall behind it. It's a fake. I believe we might be in the theater. Snakey's sitting on the ground, uh, despondently rubbing dirt into her skin. Oh, it doesn't feel the same. <sighs> the small child peeks his, his eyes out from behind his hands that he had been holding in front of them, and is my mummy here? Fook, still covered in a huge amount of blood and gore from the battle, uh, leans forward towards the child with, like, people's brains dripping off his face, looks at the child and says, No, your mother is long dead. Oh, I want my mommy. You don't worry, you have us. My name is Fook Wimbles. Are you my new mommy? No. I'm the one who's going to take you to an orphanage. I don't want to go to an orphanage. Ah, snake! Susan coils the child in her giant body. I can't breathe. 
Snake! And you, if you were to follow the eyes of this child as it screamed snake, you would see that it's not looking at Susan, but in the distance, you see a, a door open, and there's brilliant light from behind it, and through this doorway slithers a large, majestic-looking green snake-like creature. Take cover and prepare your ranged weapons. We're going back into battle. As it slowly moves towards you, you begin to make out at its mid-range of its torso, a green sequin vest, and on its head, a gray wig. Fook raises his battle axe, which glitters with thunder and lightning energy. Hey, Fook, um... Is there a picture of this dude on your shield? We're going to... No, that's a kangaroo with an ice cream cone. No, the other side. Uh, maybe, maybe I defeated him before. Just let me, let me take a little read. Oh, no, don't take a read. Apparently we can't trust you. Me? You Good turned us in. Good evening, and welcome to the hit new game show, The Crystal Labyrinth. Kill him. What? <laughs> He's beautiful. At this point, none of you have noticed, but your clothes are have been magically changed from your everyday adventuring gear into colored jumpsuits. Uh, Fook is wearing a bright purple jumpsuit. Hank has a bright orange jumpsuit. Uh, Snakey is wearing a turquoisey jumpsuit, and the little kid has a red one. Uh, these are jumpsuits that have sort of moon boots sewn into them. Uh, they've got very big shoulders, and the lighting has changed to a, a quality that can only be described as afternoon programming on an independent broadcast station in 1992. Ah, colors! Ugh, I hate wearing colors! Oh, am I clean? This is so gross. No, but Agata wrote on my shield that I should never take my shield. Where's Agata? Um, and your shield disappears. <gasps> Oh, that's going to be a lot of problems. Oh, All of your no. gear is gone. Ah, uh, my knives. Ah, uh, my, my, my uh, bow and arrow. Uh, my dirt. My sweet, sweet dirt. Where's my bat? Okay. Don't worry, Snakey. We're here to take care of you. Me and uh, um, um, Line. Um, Hank. 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 My, my name's Hank. Oh, I love it when they get confused. Welcome to the Crystal Maze. You are the contestants. This is the game. Shall we begin? Um, I would need to know some of the rules, and also, is there an audience that is watching us because I don't perform well in front of audiences? The audience at home will definitely love this. I'm your host, Pat Najak. Wait, where did you put Agata? Oh, gosh, Fook, I got bad news for you. Oh, what? What? Uh, do I have to say it? Is she backstage somewhere? Maybe the green room? Normally, we meet the contestants following uh, the commercial break, but let's get it out of the way now. Fook Wimbles, nice to have you back on the show. It Ooh, was... I've heard good things about him. Right, moving on. Hank Brody, I hear. You are a uh, plumber. Plumber by trade? Plumber well, by day? No, plumber I'm, by I'm, night? I'm a wizard, but I just wizard around plumbing, but... um. I'm sure your parents are very proud. Where, where should I be looking? Where is the audience? They're all around you. It's multi-actional, multi-dimensional, multi-planar. Hank is constantly spinning, trying to find who's watching him. And Snakey. Yep. You like snakes. That's me. I'm basically a snake. We'll get along fine. Oh, and you, little boy, what's your name? 
I'm not supposed to talk to strangers. You won't be very interesting then, will you? Well, essentially everyone's a stranger now since everyone he knows is dead. Oh, that's got to be quite a blow. Don't worry, we'll get you a home game. Maybe even a home. Not really. You'll have to do quite well for that. So, on to the game! This is the Crystal Labyrinth. All you need to do is move from... Location to location. We're in the ancient zone. There are two other zones. In each zone, there are three challenges. Physical, mental, skill. And each challenge will reward you with a crystal. These crystals may be used in the crystal dome to gain everything you ever desired. Um, could you start that again from the top? Could I just clarify that one of the things that we either have already achieved or can achieve is to go home to the time and place in which we were originally from. That, again, is the kind of thing we will resolve in the Crystal Dome! He's being so elusive, I don't think I like this guy. Yes, I think the show should be cancelled. Well, it's getting pretty good ratings so far, even though the budget is insane! What's the point of anything? Oh. Right, well, we're getting a cracking start on this. Uh, so, will you guys choose the physical, mental, or skill challenge first? Oh, well, clearly the physical. Well, no, I mean, they took away all our equipment, and I still got my brain, though, so... Well, I've still got these muscles. Fook flexes. He's surprisingly strong. He's very small. So, we have a volunteer for the physical game. Come over here. And he leads you to uh, a doorway that is built into the side of one of these set flats. Who is this where Agata is? Uh, no, this is the first physical challenge. You will be forced to find the first crystal within... The ropes and ladders maze. But you won't be able to see the whole maze. You'll have to take directions from your friends. Uh, did I bring any? Hey, Fook. I think I counted as a friend. Oh, hello. I'm, I'm going to nominate you as team captain, Mr. Brody. I mean, uh, yeah, I guess, uh, you know, I got some minor leadership skills I would occasionally take charge of apprentices. You were a minor? No, I mean, at one time, but I was the the young type because I was a plumber. But no, I was a wizard, but with plumbing, it's complicated. This isn't going to go well. I can communicate real good. Anyone knows what I'm saying all the time. All right, this is the first physical challenge. You'll see there's a maze. There are ropes. There are ladders. The ladders are easy. The ropes are hard. Well, I'm an old man. Are there also some nice rest spots? Some oh, nice orange slices? I do not recommend resting. There's a time limit. You have three minutes to get through this maze. Oh, my knees. Find the crystal and get back out or else be locked in. And get some private time to myself where yes. I can rest? Um, I suppose. Oh. Well, then let's take some time. No, Fook, I could really use the crystals, because if the prizes are the prizes we want, then we need those crystals real bad. Is Agata one of the prizes? Uh, look, I don't I don't know on prizes, he won't say. I mean, we could figure it out. I don't know. Maybe then for Agata, I will do this um, um, line. Maze. You're doing the maze. Yes, Mr. Maze, we'll do this. Just listen to the voice that's kind of slurred. That's mine. Okay. Fook Wimbles, enter the maze. The time starts now. Oh, he's here? Just head on forward. Go forward oh, wait, first. He, Through the door. Yes, Fook goes forward. What you see as you enter are high, are high walls. It's almost like you're in a cubicle. On certain walls, there are going to be ladders. On certain walls, there are going to be ropes. Uh, you will be able to be helped by Hank Brody, who is standing above and has a bird's eye view. Okay, Fook, I'm looking at the map here. I'm looking down. I got bird's eye view. I think the best route is the ladder to your right. Oh, all right. That seems nice and easy. I can do that. Can you climb a ladder? Uh, I've done that in the past. I, I'm sure I still can. Fook climbs the ladder. Now you might want to look in this room, see if you find a crystal. 
Ooh, uh, yes. What, how, how, what does this crystal look like? The crystals are small. They are color-coded. You'll be interested to find them when you do. Well, I'm seeing a spider web. There's an empty soda can over there. Um, if it's not hard and shiny, then it's not a crystal. Ooh. Okay. Good to know. There should be one rope that's not the ladder you already climbed. Tie that rope. Ooh, but ropes look difficult. I'm, Maybe I'll just go back down the ladder. We'll find if you another. do this one rope, I promise you it's ladders for a bit. <sighs> I found like a root full of tons of ladders, but just got like, one rope in it. Fook soars up the rope. Ooh, my knee hardly even hurt that time. Spare your knees, spare your knees. Look for the crystal, find it. Yeah, I, I see some dead rats over in the corner there. Um, Doesn't look like anyone swept for a while. There's a ladder. There's only one ladder left. Ooh, go, go with the ladder. That is a easy. Fook climbs the ladder. Look around, find that crystal. Ooh, looking right. Ooh, there's a nice little corner that could do for a napping place. Just if we if we have some time. No, left. Fook, keep it together. <sighs> find an empty box with no crystal in it. Hey, there's a bit of an empty box here. I... All right, just keep it moving then. To your left, another ladder. Fook moves the box. I'm moving the box. It's not doing anything. No, no, it's nothing in the box. You just got to go over the ladder. One more ladders. Oh, okay. It's, it's harder to climb with the box. You can leave the box behind. Oh, Fook goes back down the ladder and leaves the box. This will be so much... You know what? Maybe bring the box and use it as a new shield. Fook climbs back down and gets a box. One minute is gone by. Now Fook climbs, climbs the ladder, ladder again with the box. Make notes. Make notes on your box. Oh, I don't have anything to write with. We'll find that in the next room. Now look the room. I found a box. Yep. Yeah, I know you had that box already. Uh, keep going straight through another ladder. I've got two boxes. You just need one box for a shield. Soon I can build a fort. If you go to your left, there's another ladder. Ooh, not even a box this time. Okay, go straight, and this is the last ladder I got for a bit. Ooh, not a sign of anything. <sighs> oh, sorry then. Then you gotta do the rope one. Ooh, but I've got knees. I just... Look, I got you the best path. Don't any of these so go down? Ladders. No, they all just go over walls. Ugh. Fook climbs a rope. Eh, no sign of anything. Okay, I got half a ladder for you. What? Fook climbs a ladder and then drops down on the other side and immediately begins to search. Ooh, I've got three boxes now. Can I trade them in for anything? No, the boxes are there, just the red herrings. Ah! Deliberately there to waste your time. Ooh, there's fish. Okay, just keep going straight then. Go straight for a bit. Go to your left, I guess? What's on the left? What am I looking for? You're, still, you're backtracking a little, but uh, this is how I can get you to the last rooms you haven't been in. Fook climbs a ladder on his left. You've got one minute left. Fook grudgingly climbs a, uh, climbs a rope. Hey, you find a box with a crystal in it. Ooh, there's a box with a stupid looking crystal in it. I'll just throw that away and no, we have we need the boxes. Crystals. Need the crystals. Need the we crystals. can trade the boxes for no, something. You keep the crystal. Uh, the hard shiny things. Wait, yep. wait. Where did it go? Fook starts searching around in the corners for the crystal he just tossed away. You can't find the crystal. You've got to get out of there. Wait, oh. there's something. It's got to be here. Oh, Fook, please hurry up. Don't leave it with Hanky. so you're boring. Looking from, you're looking at me from above. Did you see where it went? It's in the It's in the corner. Just look it's in the same corner. You threw it in. The corner I put it in. 40 yeah. seconds left. What, this corner over here? I see nothing but a dead rat. Under the rat. Oh, I've got the crystal. 30 seconds. How do I get out? Okay, go over the ladder you didn't go over. And which one is that? The the one that was straight from where you came in. Um, that the one you're looking oh, you're looking oh, at that it now. One. Okay. Keep spinning. Yeah, Fook now. goes up that ladder and then jumps off the other side instead of wasting time climbing down. Fook goes to the rope and climbs the rope. Keep going straight through a ladder. Through a ladder. Use ladder like ladder. Fook climbs a ladder like a ladder. One more rope. Uh, you slide back down. Ah, it burns. Man, I could have done this physical challenge. Try again. You make it over? Oh. This is so stressful. <laughs> There's My hands one are so last bloody. ladder, and then you'll find the door. One You're last almost ladder, out of time. And you'll find the door. 
Fook climbs the last ladder. With a second left, Fook stumbles into that exit cubicle and stumbles through the door just as Pat Najak was closing it. And he escapes the first room. No, wait, I forgot the boxes. He starts pounding on the door. It's fine. It's fine. We don't need the boxes. But we could trade them for something. No, they got no value. You made it through our first challenge with a crystal. That's very good. You'll be able to trade that in for something later. Oh, yes. For, like what? Like a like a gata? Is she, has anyone seen her yet? Remember, the crystals are your goal here. Our, now, who's going to take the mental? Who's going to take the skill? Well, I'm a very smart individual. So not gonna, no, no, you can't yeah. remember anything. Uh, it's really important for puzzles you can remember things. T- take a breather, buddy. Yes. I will nap in the corner. All right, so maybe I'll do the mental one then, Mick. I'm a smart guy. I went to school. Oh, we're screwed. Yes, this does not bode well. Don't vote. Don't judge my intelligence based on my speech impediment. I don't even know who the hell you are, but I'm take, not take, sure you can do this. Take a nap. Take a nap. Mm. Take a nap. All right, sir. Susan, go uh, go cuddle with uh go cuddle with. Ah! <laughs> he, he doesn't know who your snake is. Oh, that's Susan. Well, that's hardly comforting. It's a giant snake. Shh. <laughs> Snakey, unused to physical affection, pats Fook on the face. Well, that's strangely comforting. So, uh, who's up next? Uh, I'll do the brain one. All right, into the mental. Enter the Cave of Secrets. As you enter the Cave of Secrets, uh, you go. Th- you have to crawl down a little bit, and then it opens up. You're in a small stone room. It's very well lit again. Uh, and in front of you, there is what looks like an animatronic uh, person in a robe. It looks very cheaply made, and as you, the movements of it are very herky and very jerky, and it's very obviously Pat and Ajax's voice coming through it. And Snakey and Fook and the small child are able to watch from the observation. Wait, I thought you said this place had a very high budget. Ooh, snacks. Ooh. Yes, the craft services table budget really got out of hand. Oh, geez, they finally bring out the snacks as soon as I have to do stuff. That's not fair. And the animatronic face begins to speak with the voice of Pat and Ajax. Who is that shrill one who rides a hard road, has fared that way before? He kissed hard who has two mouths and goes only on gold. Okay, so what's got like two mouths and is shrill? I mean, is it like a river mouth and then like you pan for gold in the river? How would that be shrill? Like krill? It rhymes? It was rhyming in the riddle. Ooh, we sent the wrong person. Riddles are harder than they seem. You know, you might be able to ask for multiple choice on this. I would please request multiple choice. Sword, fire, axe, hammer. Axes do have uh, two two heads. Two heads. Yeah. So do hammers. Yeah. Gold, shrill. Gold and shrill. I mean, you you a hit dwarf. things. You hit things with a hammer a lot. Fifteen seconds remaining. Get answer and get out of there. Uh, oh man, I don't. I mean. If they kiss the gold, maybe you, you smack a hammer on gold. Five seconds. A hammer. Correct. The mouth of the uh, animatronic thing opens up and a, a crystal rolls out. Hank manages to roll out of there right before the door closes. Ta-da. Well, I didn't think you were going to get out of that one. You did a lot of talking, but not a lot of answering. I did a lot of guessing. I admit, I guessed it. Can you explain the riddle to me? I want to learn. <laughs> the shrill noise of a hammer upon the anvil, riding the hard road of steel. 
And he's fared that way before because who hasn't used a hammer many, many times? You have to pound it again and again. He kissed Ardu has two mouths, two sides to a hammer. Blacksmith's hammer. Oh, so it's it's not my fault that the riddle is dumb. Oh, yes. And if any riddle you really have to explain to that degree, can't be a good riddle. Yeah, no, agreed. Yeah, it's what old dude wrote that riddle? Jeez. Odin, the god Odin wrote that Never riddle. Never heard of him. Uh, can we get some uh, clarity on exactly what we're doing here and why we're doing it? And can we get some more cheesies? Oh, yes. We can handle that after the break. On to the skill. Who's going to take that? You, little boy? It's me. Oh, all right, all right. The, uh, the dirty one. So, well, let's get you in here. You are ushered in by Pat and Ajax into a room. Uh, Don't touch me, weird snake man. Okay, we'll we'll keep a little bit of a hands-off situation with you. I don't really have hands, so it's very difficult for me to do that anyways. Uh, but this room celebrates the ancient horse archers and their great skills. I'm sorry, did you say whore archers? Horse archers. Ew, archers upon horses. Yes. Okay, no, but do they archer from horses or towards horses? They are not fighting horses. They are fighting on horses. Are they made of yes, horses? Yes, but are they fighting fighting horses? Are they... Um, I'm confused. Needlessly so. You made this far more difficult than it needs to be. It's a mechanical bull and a target. I'm going to give you this this uh, hand crossbow. You can hit the target while on the bull, you get the crystal. No friggin' problem. The timer begins when you get on top. Snakey effortlessly swings herself on top of the mechanical bull. And as Snakey gets onto the horse, it begins to sort of slowly buck her, try to buck her off. Uh, but it's very, it's on a very low setting at the moment. And then you get have a target that you have to try to hit with your little hand crossbow. Even though the mechanical bull makes her aim a little hard and that target is very far away and that bullseye is very small, something inside Snakey goes calm and goes still. And the very first arrow hits the dead center of the bullseye. And a little parachute drops down with a crystal into her hands. Hurry up, you only have 45 seconds or so to get out of that room. Ha ha ha, yes, 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 you owe me a beer, you owe me a beer, you owe me a beer. Oh, I'm so good at this. Well, you're a little young. Okay, so she hit the arrow onto the bullseye. Can you explain that riddle to me? That No, this was a skill game, and uh, that's the quickest I've ever seen anyone do it. Normally, people get thrown off the bull. Hey, you know, you spend enough years alone shooting at trees in the woods, you get pretty good at this stuff. You really need to get out of that room before the door slams. Oh, fine. Snakey uh, strolls, looking up, at the, looking up at the other guys in the room. Well, you need the crystal, too. She sighs heavily and goes back and picks up the crystal and then wanders towards the door. I'm very proud. Oh, okay, so she was riding a bull, and then she hit the bullseye, and that's why it solves the riddle. Why did we send you into the wisdom challenge? (laughs) Right, so uh, we're going to move on to our next segment here after a quick commercial break. You have a choice. Do you want to go to the industrial zone or the future? Ooh, we've had enough troubles with time travel. Well, but... Okay, is, is that the future from where we are now, or is that the future from where Eberik was? Which future is it? And where are we now? Yeah. You're in the ancient zone. So Ooh. the future from the ancient zone could be our present, so I want to go to the future. We're going to have to edit most of this out. Now, can we take that again quickly for the folks at home? All right, you now have a choice between the industrial zone or the physical. Wait, sorry, guys, I'll take that again. That's my bad. Everybody back to their marks? Okay. You have a choice between the industrial zone or the future zone. The future zone that is my present. Wait, is the future zone where my family is? 
Yes, maybe. Wait. They might be dead. What? We'll figure it out. Right. We'll be right back with this episode of The Crystal Labyrinth. That's and a good cliffhanger ending. I like how that cliffhanger works. Well, there's two. Well, there's generally uh, a couple commercial breaks, and we always got to throw to one. Wait, we what's do- this whole thing about my family being dead? Oh, you what? always said that your family was already dead, and you were trying to get a sorceress to kill what? it. What? Guys, this is not good conversation. Let's get this out of the way before we go back on camera here. Yeah, no, I'm trying to get it out of the way. So you, uh, you're you doing vengeance because uh, a sorceress killed your family. Also, a god is dead. Well, she's she's trapped in the past. This is the worst game show I've ever seen. So she died of natural causes, probably. <laughs> Maybe. What? Well, because we left her in the past. So yes, she's dead because we're in the present. Yeah, Wait. but she was probably eaten by one of those. Wait, are we still in the past, though? I think we're in the present now. Fook, my old friend. It's okay. Oh, we've met? Yes, don't you remember the, the other game show I hosted? He doesn't uh, remember No, no I, I really don't. You really should give him back his shield. Was my family alive at that point? Okay, let's get the shield out of storage. Uh, let's just get this guy just for just for the breaks. Let's get the get the to him. And uh, you see the, these little uh, little tiny little creatures, uh, about three inches tall, are carrying your shield, and it comes up to your feet. Fook grabs it, starts reading quickly. You see you see tears start streaming down his face, and then he looks at Hank with a distrustful look, and then he. Just continues to cry a little bit in the corner. Does this happen every time? No, normally he just keeps his shield on, so he's normally kept up to date. You guys kind of, you really shouldn't take his shield away. He, it's like a medical device. He needs it. But there's, but there's no, uh, there's no assistance really. Well, I mean, what if we could just get like a paper shield? We've done that before. Trust Agata. Trust Agata. Right. Okay. So yeah, anything that works for him. Look, cause just because it doesn't slow the flow of the game down, yeah, right? Yeah, it's like a medical device. It's not, it's not an advantage. He just needs it. So. Hank gets some paper that they provide and does a rubbing of the shield so that Fook can have a paper version of his shield with all the same information. Ooh. Yeah. There's some bad stuff on that shield. It's a hard life you've lived, man. It's a hard life. All right. Is everybody ready to put on their smiling faces for the people at home? Well, I'm still in mourning. Ugh. Right. Little boy, you're going to have to be the cute factor here. Is there anything we can get you? Maybe some sugar or... My mommy always gets... I'm not working with great material here this week. Okay, welcome back to the Crystal Labyrinth. First, we must get to the future. That involves going through the time tunnel. Which part of the future are we going to? The future! Well, that's too vague. So he leads you to a, uh, a curtain, and he pulls back the curtain. There is sort of an archway that has been painted with swirls. And there are just, like, blue lights are flashing in it, and there's a little bit of smoke coming up in the bottom. Through the time tunnel! You know we've actually traveled through time before. This is deeply inaccurate. I'm taking these cheesies with me. Come on, Susan. And it leads you into a different area of the set, which is all sort of uh, white-walled, vaguely spaceship-looking corridors. Everything looks very much like a 1970s Disney version of what the future was going to be in the year, like, 2099. I just came up with an idea of a, of a vessel that could fly through space. Yeah, like, like, a, like a boat, but for higher up. Yes, but in, in, in space, like that time I was on the moon. Yeah, no, we still, you didn't really elaborate on that no, yet. No, didn't I? No. Well, it started with, well, it's a long story, but it started with... Well, uh, now that we're in the future, things have gotten a little more difficult, a little more technological. It's going to take all your skill and physicality and mental powers to get through these challenges. Well, I am a gnome. I do understand these things. So who's going to go first, physical, mental, or skill? 
Oh, well, we're keeping you off mental this time. Okay, well, fine. I'll do physical then. Oh, <laughs> look at these biceps. They're there. Oh. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Right. Well, your team captain has just uh, volunteered for the most daunting oh, no. physical challenge yet. Oh, why? Have you ever wanted to go into space? I mean, I kind of just realized it's up there, but, you know, I want to do interdimensional. It's, it's not as bad as you think. It's the same thing. You're going to go on an extravehicular activity. Does that mean you're cheating on your wife? Right. There's a problem on the satellite. You have to get out of the spaceship fix the satellite, and get back through the other hatch in time before your air runs out. You put this on, you've got three minutes worth of air, and you've got to get that crystal out of that satellite. Oh, and you're going to do it? Well, weightless. And he pushes you through a hatch, and you are sucked into a vacuum that has no gravity. Hank finds himself floating. It's very cold. He has very little oxygen in his little fish bulb helmet. He sees about 30 feet ahead of him uh this gray box with two fins coming off of it that he doesn't know are solar panels and there is a little panel on the front with a tiny little locker latch hank aims carefully and kicks off the wall towards the box in the middle of the room hank launches himself off of the hatch and sort of misses his mark he's a little bit off balance when he does so and so he's now floating free in the middle of the room with no real way to uh, launch himself off of anything. Don't worry, guys. I think I got an idea. Hank sort of twists his body a little so that he is facing exactly away from where the satellite is, and he casts Gust of Wind to push himself backwards. It creates both wind and a small amount of air in what was originally a vacuum, and as the wind tries to equalize the pressure in the room, it launches him backwards towards the satellite. This is very unexpected. I've never seen anything like that happen in here. We're going to have to change the rules a bit, get some magical dampeners. Oh, wait a minute. Aren't you that snake who is infatuated with Philip? Right, yes. I was very sad to hear of his passing. Oh, he died? Well, well I haven't gotten to that part of the sort shield. Of ceased to exist. Oh, wait, found it. Yes, something opened up his brain. As Hank gets past the satellite, he grips it as hard as he can, swings by a little bit, but manages to stabilize himself and begins to open the hatch. Hank manages to wriggle the cover halfway open and he peeks inside to see if he can see the crystal you hank doesn't recognize any of this stuff but the folks watching at home will see that it's a tv mock-up of like electronic uh sciency blinking lights and wires and there's a crystal like sitting in a cradle right in the middle of it hank reaches out towards the crystal with his mage hand to draw it through the hole doesn't quite have enough space to get out don't fight me crystal we'll work on this together on his second attempt to brute force open the hatch, Hank manages to get it open and grabs the crystal as it floats out. All right, you've only got two minutes left to get out of there. He aims towards the door he originally came in and kicks off the satellite with all his might. Uh, you manage to get back right to that hatch, but this hatch has no handle. Oh no, it's a trap. You went to the wrong hatch. We told you to go to the other hatch. You did not do that, I don't remember. Okay, fine. Hank kicks off this original hatch towards the other hatch that looks more open. Wait, Mr. Snake, why do you keep looking towards those little boxes? The cameras? Where's that painting of people that you used to watch? Oh, this is the big time now. I've been watching after something. Well, the eyes were no longer there, so I had nothing to watch over. Now people watch me. Hank pushes himself off and gets back to the satellite and just hits the satellite and is stopped. He scampers across the satellite, aims towards the final door one last time. 
get a close-up of his thighs. It'll do well for the ratings. These baggy jumpsuits don't really let us do that. It's uh... Hank takes a quick moment to tighten the jumpsuit around his thighs and blazons them towards the cameras. That's an interesting use of your time. (laughs) Hank floats towards the other hatch that is lit from either side. There is a, it's a circular hatch with a large circular handle that he has to turn to get open. Hank manages to turn it a quarter of the way by twisting his entire body while gripping on the circular handle. This thing is way harder to open than it should be. You should design your doors different. Yes, can we just move on? Specifically, well, we could leave them here. Sure. No, I'm going to keep trying. That's another quarter turn. One more and you might get out of here. You've got about 25 seconds. Ooh, beer. Snakey opens beer. Wait, wait, you're too young. Don't tell me what to do. Hank twists again. Gets it the full way around and the hatch sort of slowly begins to open. Hank throws himself through the open hatch, clutching his crystal as a prize. Well, I'm actually rather impressed. I didn't think you were the one who was supposed to do that, but you made it out. And actually, this is the only one that was kind of deadly. So, good on you. See, guys, I got a good brain. I got a good bod. I'm like the whole package. Wait, 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 wait. If you thought I was going to be the one doing this, why are you stacking the dick? Why are you trying to kill me? What did I... Did I do something to you? Well, no. Do I need to apologize for something? It's good for ratings. Is it because Finnick married me? Look, I'm not trying to get involved in your personal life. It's just, this is good for ratings. Oh, all right. Besides, I thought the one who was uh, good at getting things open would have done that. Is that me? me? Yeah, no, the the snaky one. Oh. Your name actually is Snaky. Is that the one you were born with? I don't answer questions. Why oh. are you good at getting things open? I don't know. Am I? I don't know. Well, are I guess you? maybe those doors were locked and I just tried to, I just punched them so they opened. I'm sorry if I broke your locks. Moving on, we have the mental and skill challenges remaining. Gonna, who's going to take up the next skill challenge, the next mental challenge? Um, that riddle was hard. Not to say that I'm not really good at everything, but... Well, I do have a lot of life experience that can be applied to a mental challenge, so I, th- I think it might be wise if I did it. Okay, deal. Skill's mine. Right, this is word association. You see on the floor below you that there are a bunch of words written down. You have to step from word to word in the correct order. Whatever follows logically. Fail, and those lights will light up. Right, so these are what words make me think of? So, Fook is standing on the word hop and looking out across a room where each of the each of the floor tiles has another word written on it. He's a short man, so it's a little hard to read some of the more distant words. But he's trying to think of the next word that would come after hop, and unfortunately, he's not finding the word bed anywhere. Now, Fook, I just want you to know that it has to be hop blank, not blank hop. Every time you step on the right word, it's going to light up. You step on the wrong one, one of those red ones is going to light up. Three of those, and you're locked in. We're looking kind of for compound words, like hop scotch. That might be it. Why don't you find out? Fook jumps onto scotch. It lights up. He looks for a drink. Good choice. Now wait, what's next? Wait, what, doesn't it shoot out some liquid for me? Look, we've got a craft services table over here. Get out of there and you might have some. <sighs> so from scotch, there was a, well, after scotch, I usually vomit. Um, he's looking around at the words around him. Discarding boy, discarding, discarding system, duck. But he kind of lingers on egg and he's like, have I ever heard of something called a scotch egg? I'm not sure. Fook jumps onto egg. It lights up. Scotch eggs are quite a delicacy. What are they? They're kind of like eggs with breading around them, I believe. I don't know. They're weird, but good. Oh. 
Well, there's one at Craft Services. I'll try it. All right. Ew, it's been sitting there for a while. Are you sure you want to do that? It, this was not a good egg. Fook is already looking around the room for the next word that comes after egg, like morning after pill. Um, Fook, you don't necessarily have to go to the next row. You could skip a row or you could go back. Yeah, so, uh, well, egg, um, well, I guess shell might be the most obvious, might it? Eggshell? I've heard of those. Some people might jump to that, so I'll jump to that. And that square lights up. Well, I'm this trying to think like normal people seems to be working for me. It's going great. I mean, whatever. You're doing okay. How many more woods do I need? There are... Ooh, there's a bunch. Oh, no. Well, shell, shell, shell game. No, there's no wood game out there. Ooh, I remember this from the army. Fook jumps onto shock. Shock lights up. Yes, we lost a number of good men and women that way. Because they threw turtle shells at you. Uh, well, uh, I'll explain it to you when you're older. He looks around trying to find a word that goes from shock. Shock. Ooh. He jumps to wave. Shock wave lights up. Yeah, you got one of those in, in, your, in your axe, don't you? Doesn't do shock waves? Well, it does uh, thunder, but I imagine to the uninformed eye, you might think it's that. I've always found it shocking. Yeah. Wave. Mmm, this one's going to be difficult. Ooh. Fuchs steps to the very next tile. Wave goodbye. That one lights up a red light. Oh, oh, <laughs> no, no. Oh, that's one down. Fuchs steps back. Oh, no, this is, this is terrible. Snakey's pretty tipsy. Wave office, wave group, wave commuter, wave police, wave scout, wave bomb. Remember, you're in the future. There might be things you don't understand about technology. Oh, Fuchs tries to remember what it's like to be a gnome. Wave band? No. That would be band wave, wouldn't it? Hmm. Fook jumps onto band. A wave band is just a sort of a range of frequencies. Sort of like a short wave, long wave, frequency modulation. Isn't that a band wave? No, it's the other way. Yeah. Kind of surprised you knew anything about radio. Well, you know, I'm a gnome. We get into things. All right, band. Um... Band shell. Can't light up the same word twice. Just remember, the guys who wrote these were British. I don't know what that means. Fook is going to uh, look up at the snake and see if his eyes keep darting suspiciously to any particular square. Well, if you've got a band, where are you going to put them? Uh, probably in someone's garage where no one has to listen to them. That's harsh. Harsh words. I don't know. Snakey's rolling on the floor uh, with Susan just entwined around her. They're both pretty tipsy. Fook steps to box. Oh, that's right. Apparently, I'm told that that's where you put a band. Uh, it's a, like a gazebo. What? Yeah, but gazebo doesn't really fit with anything else. We wanted to lo- we wanted to localize this. That makes no sense at all. I'm told it works. This is dumber than the hammer thing. All right, so from box, I'm going to office. Okay. That lights up. From office, I'm going to boy. Yes, you land on that boy. Oh, that doesn't sound good for the boy. From boy, I'm going to scout. And the cylinder rises up, freeing the crystal. Kangaroo H ice cream. That was terrible. Hey, uh, this usually uh, isn't the one we get to, but it's the one we are at now. So why don't you get out of there with your crystal and stop making fun of me and my writers? Oh, no, I'm not going to stop making fun of you anytime soon, but I'm taking this damn crystal. Yay. I'm a little concerned sending Snakey into the skill trouble. What kind she, of idiots are watching this? She got really drunk. No, honestly, who <laughs> watches this crap? 
Hey, hey, little boy, are you good at skills? Do I'm, you have skills? I'm small. I demand your demographics. <laughs> Look, if you want to get into who's watching this, maybe you'd better start asking yourself who would be watching me. Uh, there were people who put you down there when you were hiding the, the, the thing, and uh, they assigned you that task. Yeah, and I found this gig now that you guys made off with oh, it. Oh, so it's a new gig. So you've got new employers. I just might. Is it snakes? No. Sadly, there's very few of me around. Oh, shit. There's going to be even fewer of you around if you don't start answering questions. Oh, I'd like to see you try. <laughs> Is this challenge starting already? Is this it? Oh, well, uh, if you're the one who's going to go into the skill challenge, I guess so. Hank sure I am. pouring Snakey a coffee from the craft services, hoping to try to sober her up a little bit. Susan takes a coffee from Hank and drinks it calmly. Fook dismissively casts Bless Honor just to give her another fighting chance. All right. Well, you're going to be going into the laser lattice. Yes. Laser. What's a laser? Well, it's basically like a beam of light. If you break one of these beams of light, you're going to set off the alarm. You've got to get through the beams to the crystal and back without setting anything off. Now, Snakey, before we send you in, can you mm. do me a favor? Mm. Can you walk in a straight line, foot in front of foot? Like, what is a straight line, right? That's not a good answer. The boy what? is small. Let's send him the boy. But guys, even... Look, you don't know my lifestyle. <laughs> this is totally normal for me. I have battled lots of people. One-handed, tail-only, bat. Fook lays a hand on her, sobering her up. Whoa, ah, no fun. You can drink after you complete the challenges. Oh, going through some stuff. This room is, uh, it's got black walls. It's very, it's almost got like a black light on it. And there are multicolored lasers shooting off in various directions. And there are like small gaps between them that Snakey has to try to get through to get to a stand at the other end of the room, which has a crystal on a pillow. So these are lasers. I'm not exactly sure what they are still. But don't touch them. They're probably magic. They're just simply beams of light. That sounds like magic to me. Ooh, then you could use mirrors to reflect them. Snakey looks around the room. Susan is coiled around her neck like an infinity scarf. Susan, I think this one's for you, buddy. Susan slowly unfurls herself from her neck and falls to the floor. Not that slowly. There's a time limit. Chill. Susan uh, raises up so her head is level with Snakey's, and they, they both scratch their chins. Snakey with her hand and Susan with her rattlesnake tail. <sighs> do I want to climb through these things, or do I... She looks at Susan. Susan looks back at Snakey. Susan just nods her head. Yeah, man, go for it if you want to. <laughs> Susan slumps back down to the floor and with complete ease slithers beneath all of the lasers. Up to the crystal, opens her mouth very carefully, clasps it between her teeth, looks back at Snakey, gives her a tail up, slumps back to the floor, and slithers all the way back to Snakey. Sweet! Done! Drinks on you! Normally this is the most difficult one. Like, you have to... It's people awkwardly trying to contort themselves and... Ooh, well, been you, there. You think of the snake man, you would have figured that out, snake. But you're not so smart, are you? And this looks like I'm the smartest snake person here. We're gonna cut this out. This is not. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, look. Maybe I should be the boss of this show. Wait, I think it's his bosses he's worried about seeing this sort of thing. I think his career is not as firmly seated as he might like us to think. 
We should be all the challenges super easy from here on out so that then it makes them look bad. Okay, okay. The, we're going to cut the commercial. We'll be wait, right back with wait, wait. Uh, Crystal Labyrinth. Guys, do not ruin this for me. This is a pilot. It has to go well. Well, tell us a few things about your bosses and we'll make it look good for you. Your wig's falling off. <gasps> we could make this next segment very, very awkward for you. You've just given us a whole lot of power. Look, it's no accident that you guys are here. Well, uh, we, we figured. I, do you guys, I'm not supposed to tell you guys. You understand? And we're not supposed to rip your wig off during the show. But we you will. You wouldn't dare. We would. You want to know how easy it would be? Mage hand. Knocks the wig off. He raises up to his full height and it's towering over you and he contorts his, his snake face right into you and it's never looked less personable or charming than it has right now. Hank slumps down. Mage hand. And the wig floats back up. His tongue licks you slowly. Do not anger me. You know what we can also do? Say words that shouldn't be on television, like boobies and private parts and um, moist. Just oh, repeat the word moist, moist a lot. They hate that oh, moist. And cake. I hate the word cake. I love cake. 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 But like it's pie terrible. always seems dirty to me. Oh, it does. Yes. Pie. What about pudding? Ugh. Oh, that's definitely a dirty word. But delicious. Who brought us here? Well, remember when I said this was going out uh, sort of on the planar, interdimensional kind of thing? Yes, you said many words that I didn't understand. You guys messed things up big time in time. You messed up stuff big time no, in time. No, the, the, we didn't mess it up, though, because it's like a jigsaw puzzle, right? Because we went back in time. Yes. And then um, we knew that there was going to be like one tiefling left behind dead before we went back in time. And then we went back in time. We made a bunch of stuff change, we thought. But then when Tiefling ended up dead, so we didn't change anything. Yes, I think we covered this. Time is like a river, ever changing as it flows. And the, no, the dream of damage, it's no, a it's dream. A different, no, so time is like a jigsaw puzzle made of water because it's still wet. But it's a jigsaw puzzle. And you're missing the corner pieces. But but uh, we filled in the middle. Yes. And that time is like a very delicate crystal. If you drop it, it cracks. We got a bunch of those. You want one? Yes, uh, we're going to trade them for a price. Is this a time crystal? No, those are just glass crystals. This is a prop. Damn. Oh. Ooh. Wait, do you have a magic that can make more of these crystals? Oh, yeah, actually, probably. Oh, easy. That's kind of against the spirit of the game. Oh, well, we'll, we'll see. Hank casts Minor Conjuration and his hands just fill up with crystals. I'm can not I, accepting those crystals. Can I have a prize now, please? Yes, no. So who are the bosses? Look, I'm just going to say someone who knows something. Wink, wink. Someone who knows. Nose. Wink, Someone wink. with a nose. Someone with a big nose. Who do you know who has a big nose? Can I? All right. Someone who knows something. Some, wink, wink. Somebody winks a lot. Uh, someone with conjunctivitis? Says no a lot? Ooh, I've met many of those. One of the big people upstairs who so knows. So a fat person oh. with a nose. Oh, I think he's talking about one of the gods. Ooh. But I don't, I don't know. Is it a kangaroo? I don't know. With mine. an ice cream cone? Is it a kangaroo? There's no god that is a kangaroo with is an it, ice cream cone. Clearly there is. Is it Mistra? That's mine. She's, she's nice. Oh, this is going to be quite the reveal. We lost our cleric. We don't know God stuff. Well, Look. I know God stuff. He's a kangaroo. He's got an ice cream cone. I think it's chocolate. Do you know that that symbol is just the logo for a brand of easily bought prepackaged ice cream cones? What? Kangaroo no, been, brand ice cream? I've been praying to him for a very long time. Wait, is that why I have that little jingle that I keep singing to myself? Ice cream, ice cream. I like to eat your cones. That does seem ice like a weird cream, chant to have cream. to your god. Calcium feeds your bones. That's not even how ice cream is good for you. Okay. 
what is what is my purpose? Well, just just let's know that he's watching. Who is? Look, I haven't been here from the beginning, and I don't believe in God, so just hurry up and tell us. Wait, you don't believe in gods? Gods? Act- no! I have physically healed you with the power of my kangaroo. I mean, they act openly in the world I very met, often. I, I think we met one at one point, didn't we? Did we? I don't remember that. Like the yeah, evil one, that. maybe? I don't know. I do believe in magic. I just don't believe in gods, you know? What? I don't have any parents. I don't need anyone. Well, maybe I don't me. believe in gods anymore, either. This is just a... I scream, I scream. Look, you were brought... Here for a reason. I mean, partially because we thought you'd be a dynamic group of people who'd be interesting to watch in our pilot. Oh, you don't know us very well. I think we're fun. And partly because you're kind of being tested to see if you're uh, ready to receive certain knowledge. Yeah? Get it? Knowledge? Wink, wink. And the test was to get crystals. Hank presents all his hands full of crystals. Can we have the knowledge now, please? Look, we're going to go back. I think we're already back from commercial, actually. That light changed. Uh, Pat is just sort of staring blankly down the barrel of the camera. Hi, welcome back. Uh, we're we've got one more zone to get through, then we're uh, into the final trial. Uh, nothing untoward has happened. No reason to stop the game. And so, where does my magic come from? Am I your god? This has been Caverns and Comedians, Dungeons and Dragons powered storytelling with Toronto Comedians. Starring Scott Thrower as Boop the Paladin, Lee Cameron as Snakey the Ranger, Maddox Campbell as Hank the Wizard, and Kyle Scott as the Dungeon Master. This has been a Kicks and Giggles production created by Kyle Scott and Maddox Campbell, with editing by Maddox Campbell, theme by Derek Baldwin and engineered by Andrea Miller. Find out more at cavernsandcomedians.com and don't forget to like, rate, and share. Thanks for listening. Uh, So this one is basically that scene from Entrapment. Yep. Uh, But the fun of this game is for the person playing it to describe themselves moving through. (laughs) And in the TV show, it was fluorescent tape on uh, on ropes <laughs> that they had to climb through. Terrible. <laughs> they couldn't get laser and miss. Is there? It was. It was, it was 1992. <laughs> You're gonna have to get us some YouTube clips that we can share. Yeah. Um, oh yes. Comes out. Do not worry. Although I found, I thought it was dead forever, but I found out that Richard Ayoade is hosting a revival of it this year. That makes year. so much sense. Yeah. Right. Are we being sponsored by them? <laughs> He's handsome.